I'm Mary Obana. Welcome to Shine. I'm all about friendly, soul-nourishing, spiritually inspired conversations that expand perspectives and offer practical guidance so you can live joyfully and shine brightly. I believe your experiences are a result of the perspective you bring to your circumstances. If you expand your perspective, you can transform your life. I believe everyone has something special within them, a unique gift, a light you are to find and share with the world. You are meant to shine. I believe you are meant to live with complete joy and peace. Nothing less. It's just awaiting your allowing. Ready to get to it? Here we go. Hey there. I'm so glad you're here with me. Let me ask you a question. Do you have a lot on your mind right now? I'm not sure what's happening these days, but there seems to be a lot going on with just about everyone. Maybe it's concern about a family member or someone you love, confusion about your path, struggling with a decision, managing unexpected news, uncertainty about the future, or lamenting the past. It can be any number of things brought on by any number of situations, but the result can be stress, worry, and even anxiety. Sometimes it can be just a touch, and sometimes it can feel like a whole lot more. Whether this is ringing true for you at this moment or not, we all have times in our lives when we feel stressed or worried or anxious. What are we to do when life throws unwanted things our way? This is what we're going to wade into today. What I hope to provide is understanding, but most of all, some relief, encouragement, a fresh perspective that may help you see your situation in a new light and a tool you can use to help shift your energy so you feel better. So first, what is stress, worry, and anxiety anyway? Are they all the same? Are they different? Stress is a physiological response to an external event, like a deadline or unexpected news. Stress can sometimes be helpful, triggering that quick surge of adrenaline and cortisol, giving you that extra focus to get that project done on time or to help you avoid danger. The stress, though, is usually gone once the temporary circumstance is resolved. Stress becomes an issue when it lingers. Worry? What about worry? Do you know that your mind and your mind alone creates worry? When worry persists, we dwell on negative thoughts, contemplating all the things that can go wrong, awfulizing, as I call it. And sometimes that's crazy when you think about it, because without your mind, worry wouldn't exist. Do you get that? It's not based on reality. All those thoughts are not what actually is. It's something you've created. Wow, right? What about anxiety? Well, anxiety is experienced both in our mind and body. So stress is a physiological response and worry is more of a psychological response. Anxiety is both, um, but there's a big difference. Where stress is a response to an actual event, external event, anxiety feels the exact same way, except the threat is imagined. It hasn't even happened. 
So anxiety is a result entirely of an active imagination that is locked onto the negative. That's amazing, right? We can actually work ourselves into a tizzy. So what's this all about? Why does this happen? These lingering, often imagined feelings that don't serve you are often rooted in a perceived lack of control. When you're faced with demanding or unexpected circumstances, all we want for ourselves and all those we love is we want them all to be well, safe, and joyful. And when we think this may be threatened, our minds get busy. And the next thing we know, we are immersed in worry. The rational amongst us think, I have to consider the possible outcomes so I can manage for them, right? And this can be productive if we move quickly through the stage, but we can easily and often get stuck here, spending a lot of time and energy focused on all the things that can go wrong. It can start small, but if not managed, it can quickly build momentum. And before you know it, you aren't sleeping well, you have trouble focusing, you feel overwhelmed, maybe even short-tempered. You are living out of alignment. You aren't yourself. So we need to stop that momentum in its tracks. We need to take control. Yes, it's true. We cannot control every circumstance. Things do and will happen, but we are in control of how we respond to our circumstances. So here are some tools to call on when you feel that momentum of worry and anxiety and stress gaining steam. The first thing is notice it. Getting in tune with when you are feeling off, when you're feeling that stress, when you're feeling anxious, when you're feeling worried, this alone is a powerful way to pause that momentum. Something's going on, acknowledging it and observing it is a very big deal, okay? So you shift your awareness to that observer and you can ask yourself at that point, okay, what is going on? What am I thinking? Looking at what's happening objectively. And you remember at this point that you are responsible for your own thoughts, right? You create your thoughts. And the way you think about things affects the way you feel about things. I always say when people do this, when they actually notice what's happening, I am so proud of them. This single act is huge. It's operating at an elevated level of consciousness. When you remember you are responsible for your own thoughts, you realize you are in control. Sometimes we can forget. And the next thing you know, we're finding ourselves worried or anxious. Now is the time to be more deliberate about your thoughts. Every moment is a new moment with new options. So as you observe that thought, these are the things you can ask. First, is it coming from something real or imagined? Is it something in the past that's already happened? Are you tying yourself up in knots, replaying a decision you made or a conversation you had? Everything in life has meaning. It's how we grow, but it's over. So you have to learn and you can let go of it. Is it something in the future that hasn't even happened? Are you focused on all the things that can go wrong? Breathe. Return to the present moment. You are worrying about something that has not happened. Stop the momentum. Is the way you are feeling motivated by love or fear? If love, rest easy. It's all you can ever expect of yourself. Fear is sneaky. 
because it can feel like love sometimes. For instance, when you are protective of a loved one, right? After all, you're doing it out of love. But when you look more closely, examine it more honestly, you realize the need to protect actually comes from fear. You fear what if. If it's fear, how would that feel different, be different, if it genuinely came from a place of love instead? We can use this. All we can control is the here and now. All we can ever control is the present moment. When we focus on the future, on all that can go wrong, when we awfulize, we are focusing on something that we can't control. It's a bit crazy when you get right down to it, thinking and worrying and feeling anxious about something that isn't even real. This is the work of a busy, overactive mind filling you with negative thoughts. For if you were feeling and seeing the positive, worry, anxiety, and lingering stress wouldn't exist within your reality. Can you find something to be grateful for in this moment? Deliberate thinking. Shifting yourself back to the present. Anchor yourself in this moment. Breathe. See what is. Look for the good in this moment. Breathe in the good. You are alive. You are here. You are with breath. Allow yourself to sink into the moment that is now. The only moment that is. We sacrifice the now for a future or a past that's not in existence. Permit yourself to filter back in the positive. When we're in this state, we tend to filter out the positive, focusing on the negative instead. Look for the positive in this moment. Shift your energy. Be deliberate about your thoughts. You have control over every thought you have ever thought. Yes, your thoughts create your reality and your thoughts affect the way you feel. Okay, so once you're back in this moment, right? Once you got back into the present moment, then and only then can you use this moment to serve you. What is the next right action you can take out of love? Check yourself. If you're plagued with fear, recognize that, observe it, find your way back right? To appreciation, to love, find your way back to compassion, find your way back. We hope we can always find gratitude in any moment, but there are times when it comes more easily than others. If you can find gratitude in that moment, this is beautiful. This is an unbelievable tool because you are shifting your energy and your vibration right then and there, right? To something that's better. Now, if you're finding this is too hard, right? If you're too tied up genuinely in the emotion of where you are to jump genuinely into a feeling of appreciation and gratitude, I want to introduce you to the emotional guidance scale. This is a scale that was created by Abraham Hicks. The principle of this scale is that our thoughts and perceptions influence the way we feel. And as humans, We can feel a whole range of emotions, but they're driven by how we think. And no one controls our thoughts. No one is responsible for the way we think but us. We can control the way we feel by managing the way we think. So this tool, this emotional guidance scale, guides us to deliberately think our way 
to feeling better. When we aren't deliberate about our thoughts, those negative feelings can build momentum and spin out of control. And before we know it, we're feeling even worse. We've all experienced that, right? This is a trap of that downward spiral. That downward spiral is a real thing, but so too is an upward spiral. And that's what the emotional guidance scale is all about. So this is how it works. The emotional guidance scale consists of 22 different emotions. These emotions are based on the unique vibration of the emotion. Okay, so as you know, remember, everything seen or unseen has a vibrational frequency, and emotions have their own vibration. So the lowest on the scale, the lowest vibrating emotion on the scale is number 22. And this is where fear, grief, depression, despair, and powerlessness live, our lowest vibrating emotions. The highest on the scale is number one. This is where joy, appreciation, empowerment, freedom, and love live, our highest vibrating emotions. Okay, and in between the one and the 22, right, are 20 other emotions in order of where that emotion registers vibrationally. I've included the emotional guidance scale in the show notes so you can reference it in detail there. So when we want to feel better, what we are to do with this emotional guidance scale is find the closest representation of how we're feeling in that moment. So if it's disappointment, well, that's number 12. Worry, number 14. Frustration, number 10, right? Then we look for the next better feeling emotion up the chart. And we work our way one at a time, deliberately moving to the next higher vibration emotion on the scale. So you can actually feel it. Then you move again. So let's work through an example to make this clear. Let's say you just learned you were passed up for a job that you applied for and you wanted and you needed. And this isn't the first job you applied for either. So you are feeling powerless and afraid. You have bills to pay and a family to support. You can feel yourself falling into despair. It's hard for you even to see what is around you with appreciation. So this is a time where you have to say, I'm pulling out that emotional guidance scale. You look for the emotion on that scale that most closely matches the way you're feeling. In this case, these emotions, fear, despair, powerlessness, these are level 22 emotions. So let's get you moving up this ladder. Level 21, what's that? These emotions are insecurity, guilt, and unworthiness. These emotions are higher vibrating than fear and powerlessness. So you look at that, okay, insecurity, guilt, unworthiness, nod your head and say, yeah, I get that. This is the third job that has turned me down. What is wrong with me? I must not be good enough. And that's the way you feel genuinely right? So you're feeling unworthy. Okay. I definitely am feeling that. Let's go to level 20 now. One more up on that scale. What's the emotion there? Jealousy. Okay. I sit with that and I say, yeah, yeah, I can relate to that one too. Why do all of my friends have jobs? They never seem to have trouble finding work. They don't have to worry about ever being able to pay the bills. I don't like to admit it, but I'm really jealous. Okay. So there you are. And you can see that this is a valid, genuine feeling. Next on the chart, I'm at 20. Now I go to 19. What is that? Hatred and rage. 
it's hard to believe this is a higher on, this is actually higher on the vibration scale, but it actually is. So you think I am furious at that company for not wanting me. Don't they see the value I can bring to them? Are they blind? And you really feel that fury, right? Okay. So something's happening here. Your emotion moved up in that process four levels. You went from despair and powerlessness up four levels to being furious that the company has overlooked the value that you could have brought them. So this is just an example, but do you see how this is a higher vibrating emotion? It's got a more deserving feeling, right? The scale continues to go up, right? 18, 17, 16, 15, and so on through these lower vibration emotions, blame, disappointment, impatience, ultimately reaching the higher vibration emotions, starting with contentment, hopefulness, optimism, enthusiasm, and so on. So you can see how quickly you can genuinely move up that scale. And when you do, when you move any of them, even one, you begin to realize that, wait a second, this thinking guided by the levels of that scale starts to shift the way you feel. That movement starts to shift the way you feel. And you start to build momentum by reaching for a better thought one at a time, working toward higher vibration emotions in the direction of feeling better. So as you move up that scale, the resistance will ease and release and the path to allowing will crack open. So you go as far as you can genuinely find the feeling. You might hang out at one level for a bit, right? Because you just can't seem to get it to that next level. Then come back to it, move up again. And by the way, you can enter this scale at any place. It doesn't have to be in these low vibration places. You can enter at hopefulness and deliberately move up to the remaining levels to reach the emotion of joy. So the key to this is that you are in a better place than the one you started, right? The key is that you are moving from where you were up to something that feels better. All of this is a demonstration of the power and control you have over your emotions. You can control the way you think, and therefore you can shift the way you feel, right? So if you have trouble genuinely feeling gratitude in a situation, feeling love, getting to that high vibration place on your own from wherever you are, this emotional guidance scale can be a super helpful tool, okay? Now, Having shared all of this with you, I want to ask you a final question. What kind of friend are you? If your best friend was experiencing something challenging, let's say lingering stress, worry, or anxiety, I'm guessing you would listen very closely, giving your full attention as they share the details of what they're experiencing. You'd be patient and understanding. You wouldn't judge. You would recognize their pain and suffering. You'd be kind and compassionate, loving, comforting. You would search for the good in the situation. Maybe it was how they handled something or their ability to share with you what they truly felt. And you would remind them that they're not alone, that they are human So let me ask you, honestly, 
What kind of a friend have you been to yourself? We show far more compassion to others than we do to ourselves. No one is harder on us than us. <laughs> we can get aggravated or frustrated with ourselves. Why am I doing this, right? We can be overly critical and self-judge, replaying what we could have done differently. Please show yourself some self-compassion. Treat yourself with the love and kindness, understanding and patience you so freely and generously offer others. You deserve it too. Whatever you are experiencing right now, whatever you're feeling, you have to know you are not alone. And while sometimes it doesn't feel like it, know that you have more control over how you feel than you give yourself credit. You are incredibly special and you are human, my friend. (laughs) We all, every single one of us, find ourselves in situations where we need those friendly reminders to give us encouragement, uh, much needed perspective and support so we can feel better. If we can acknowledge and be aware of how we feel, if we can reconcile our fears and operate from a place of love, we will always be well. Let love be your guide. Every single moment is a new moment with new options, and you get to choose. If you know someone who can benefit from this episode, please share it with them. I'm so glad you joined me today. I hope you are too. Here's to shining brightly. Until next time, take it easy. (laughs) 